Hey, church, it's Pastor Mike. Welcome to my seven-minute almost daily podcast where we're just trying to adapt to the cultural changes that we find ourselves in, the stuff the pandemic has pushed upon us, pretty much unavoidable. But we're leaning in, trying to figure out how to get better. We call it ReChurch. I know it sounds a little bit judgmental, but I would put myself... In the in in the situation that I'm criticizing, I, I'm I'm part and parcel to it. My observation was this: I started this on yesterday's podcast. I look around and I see those that call themselves Christian, claim to be Christian, behaving in ways that are clearly not rooted in Christ. The gospel is not the motivating factor in their life. Something else is. And we're falling asleep on this deal. We're tolerating it in one another. Um, the circumstances of the world around us are drawing us into arguments, criticisms, behaviors, attitudes, um, relationships that, uh, that they, they aren't reflective of the heart of God. And I'm assuming, if you're a person of faith, that you want a mirror put up in front of you when you're off track. I do. I don't want to be cranking away down the wrong path or off the rails and have friends and family and and whomever else just watch me go. Say something. So I'm saying something. I I'm 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 worried about the way we are interacting with the world. I just don't know if we're differentiating ourselves enough as a church. So I put together nine indicators that your Christianity is not rooted or not as deeply rooted in Christ as it could be. So yesterday, number one, first indicator that Christianity is not rooted in Christ is your sense of closeness to God fluctuates relative to your behavior. And this is really, I'm I'm reflecting on all sorts of different verses, but Ephesians 2 captures it really well. It's not by grace that you've been, it is by grace that you've been saved through faith. It's not of yourself. It's a gift of God. So you don't, it's not by your works so no one can boast. So whether your works are good or bad, that's not the issue. That's not how you've been reconciled to God. And it's, it's because of Jesus and that's where we live from. We don't live from this behavioral orientation. Number two, Second indicator, your Christianity isn't rooted in Christ. You're afraid. You're afraid to do some of what you know you need to do. Or you're afraid to stop what you know you need to stop. Fear is riddling your life. The the Christian life isn't absent fear, right? We're human. But we should be moving from fear to what? Well, Jesus said it best, as usual, in the boat with the disciples crossing the Sea of Galilee, right? The storm rolls in. It's, it's life-threatening, and Jesus is in the boat with them, and they are afraid. And he puts it to him. He says, I- I'm right here. Why are you afraid? Where is your faith? The Christian life is a gradual and continual move from fear to faith, if fear is dominating your life, your Christianity isn't rooted in Christ. Is fear 
keeping you from doing or stopping doing what you know you need to do or stop doing. You need to get out of that relationship. You need to forgive somebody. You need to apologize. You need to own that failure. You need to verbalize your concerns. You need to quit that job. You need to not quit that job. You need to go to the doctor. You need to get some help. Right? These things, what, what is the problem here? The core problem with, with fear or, or the reason we, we tilt toward fear or life is riddled with fear is because we're worried about ourselves, worried about me, worried about how I'm going to look, where I'm going to come across, worried whether it's going to hurt, right? We're worried about me. That is not the Christian life, right? Fear is about self. Faith is about trusting God, that he has got it. If you're doing what he is um, commanding or suggesting or pressing you to do, it is an issue of trust. Of course, it's going to feel like you're having to deny yourself to uh, uh, make yourself vulnerable. Yes, that's what it is to put your faith in Jesus. You're giving up your life. You're saying, no, I'm not trusting me. I'm trusting you. And whatever the good, right, obedient life leads to, that's the one I should live. I remember uh, a friend of mine was uh, uh, COO of a Fortune 500 company. Actually, it's more like Fortune 50 big company. He was the, he was the number, one of the number twos. And I asked him, I said, how'd you get to the number two job? What is the critical character, you know, characteristic that a person needs to have or behavior or performance they need to have to go from number three to number two. And he said, oh, that's easy. You got to be willing to be fired. I was like, what? He goes, yeah, you have to, to get to that level, you have to be willing to say things and do things that aren't guaranteed to be the right things to say or the right things to do. You have to take a risk. You're only going to get that number two job if they see the courage that you have to take a risk to overcome your fears and just go for it. And I'm like, wow, that is, that is, that is good. That is good. I feel that way about the church today. I feel that way about, about Vista. We're making changes. We're making decisions. Uh, we're facing things we've never faced before. And there's an unsettling part to that. It's like, it's unfamiliar. It's uncertain. I don't know how it's going to go down. I don't know if everybody's going to stick around. I don't know how this is going to go. I don't know if we're going to have enough money. I don't know if uh, staff's going to be united. I don't know. I don't know. But we're seeking God every step of the way, confident that he's leading us, confirmed through uh, the counsel of many, and we can't base our decisions and move forward with concerns about ourselves at the core of it. It's just not right. When they were in the boat that day and the storm swept in, they were very afraid. And then Jesus stood up and calmed the storm and they got more afraid, which makes sense. Because the only thing scarier than a storm that can take your life is a guy who stands up in the boat and can calm the storm. Point being, if you trust that guy, you're going to be okay.